Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Final hour on this championship edition Sunday with myself, Dusty Likens, Grant Nicholson, also along for the ride. I think we both agree that Matt Patricia definitely looks like Silent Bob from Jay and Silent Bob or Clerks or Clerks 2. At least that's what it appears to me. Chiefs, Bills, 540. I don't know who the hell came up with this graphic, but it says Bills Chiefs, tail of the tape, head coach, and there's a box on each side of these. One side's Buffalo, one side's Kansas City. Head coach, Chiefs get the get the X. Defense, Chiefs get the X. Number one wide receiver, Buffalo gets the X. Quarterback, they gave it to Buffalo. I think that graphic has made me more confident in the Chiefs than anything else I've seen. Right? Like, why? How many times, Grant, do they piss Mahomes off, and then what's the result? You give us the head coach, say we got a better defense. I, the wide receiver thing is kind of moot to me. Tyreek Hill's right there. We got yeah. Travis Kelsey. And Josh Allen? Right. No way, dude. Gun to your head. You taking Stefan Diggs or Tyreek Hill? A Michael Tyree kill, speed yeah. kills. Speed and just the ball tracking. Like, that to me is what's insane. Like, Tyreek and the vertical. Tyreek Hill gets up there sometimes. Right. Like, there's just times where Tyreek Hill plays like he's a legitimate 6'5 receiver. Well, those, he, Stephon Diggs did win my fantasy league for me. So that's shout, fair. Shout out to him. A little bit of bias. That's Grant Nicholson, Dusty Likens, 610 Sports Radio. Um, It's been fun. We've had a lot of uh, we've had a lot of good insight today. We had every single host from six until six on six ten Sports Radio, and they all gave their predictions on the game. Um, I'll read them for you. Bob Fesco thirty eight to two Chiefs. Josh Klingler thirty four to thirty Chiefs. Cody Tapp thirty four to thirty Chiefs. Real original, Cody. Alex Gold, 42-32. He takes the high road. He goes the high score with Chiefs scoring 42. Sean Levine, the sports machine, the chew-it-and-do-it all-star, 34-27. Chiefs, 
Carrington Harrison, the toughest critic in the city. 35-24 Chiefs. Pete Sweeney, my good friend, 38-31 Chiefs. Mm. Everybody's got the Chiefs covering. Every single one of them has the Chiefs covering. I like it. Chiefs-Buffalo, Chiefs 3.5-point favorites in this game. Basically a half-point favorite. You normally get a three-point cushion every time you are uh, the home team. First game of the day, NFC battle, which will be the Bucks versus the Packers. And it is, I mean, about as cliche football weather as you can get, which kind of makes me nervous with my bet against Pete as I took the Packers, except that we got it straight up. And... Uh, Tom Brady's going to play in an environment that he's just completely content with. I can't really talk about the rest of the guys on that team because I don't know if they're good for this, but there's about a uh, 5% chance now of snow. The temperature is going to be 38 de- or 30 degrees. It's going to feel like 20, 21 degrees there in Lambeau with a 9-mile-an-hour wind. Yeah, that's football weather. Um, on the other side of things in Kansas City, 37 degrees. It'll be a little bit later. That sun's going to go down at about 5.30, 6 o'clock. It's going to get a little bit colder, and I know there's weather on the way, but that's that's not where we're at, right? Take care of Buffalo. You're going to Tampa Bay in two weeks, and you're playing for it all over again. But one of the reasons why I think that you can honestly talk about this team being a Super Bowl contender every single year It's because of the three amigos or the trio that has built this Kansas City franchise in the way that they have. And what I mean by that is Hill, Kelsey, and Mahomes. When you talk about that Dallas Cowboys dynasty, they were really the last team that had it. Right? New England didn't really have a trio of guys. Now, they always did have Tom Brady and somebody, right? That's kind of how it was. Or if you want to count Bill Belichick as their trio, they had Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, and then there was always somebody else, whether it was Wes Welker, Julian Edelman, Randy Moss. Randy Moss never won a Super Bowl with them, so I just discount the, the New England Patriots in this regard. If the Chiefs win a title this year, They're going to do it because of the fact that they have this trio. And you remember the Dallas Cowboys, Irvin, Aikman, Smith. Now, there's other reasons why you remember that trio, and that's because of the Herschel Walker trade. But these guys are better. Irvin, Aikman, Smith, Hall of Famers. Mahomes, Kelsey, I think right now you could probably write both of their names in for the Hall of Fame. Just because of what Mahomes has already started to do, his career path seems like it could be one of those games where it's, or one of those careers where it's like, well, if he's been in the league three years, he's already played in three conference championships. He's played in a Super Bowl. He's got a Super Bowl MVP. He's won the league MVP. That to me right there is already enough to put him in there. Oh, and he's thrown for 50 touchdowns in a season. Only two other guys have done the 55,000. Both will be in the Hall of Fame. Peyton Manning, Tom Brady. Dan Marino, already in the Hall of Fame. I would say that Patrick Mahomes, already better career than Dan Marino. Shoot me for it. I don't care. 
for sure is already on path to have a better career. Travis Kelsey, tight end Hall of Famer. Could go down, possibly could go down, as the best tight end to ever play in the NFL. And there's not a lot of tight ends in the NFL Hall of Fame. I believe there is nine. And then there's Tyreek Hill. Where Tyreek Hill is not really an anomaly of a receiver. But he's a receiver that is making himself argue that case moving forward. And we partially have Jalen Ramsey to thank for Tyreek Hill being as good as he is, I think, because he called him the return specialist so many times that disrespectful media day. And then Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Chiefs company buried the Jags after that. The Jags were irrelevant after that, still are. Now they have the number one pick because they were the worst team in football. How you doing? But all three of these guys potentially could be in the Hall of Fame at this point. The Cowboys trio won three titles. Not really because of their head coaching. They won one with, what, Jimmy Johnson and Switzer. That's who they won their three with. The Chiefs are going to do it if they do win three in a row. Obviously, they got to get past Buffalo today. Big game at Arrowhead, 540. You can hear it on uh, 106.5 The Wolf. Pre-game will start immediately after this show at 2 o'clock. But if they can win three in a row, if they can do the dynasty, I think you have to have some serious talks that this is a better trio and will go down as a better trio than Irvin, Smith, and Aikman. This is a team in which all three of these guys could have prolific careers. Mahomes has already put himself in a category that we may never see. And again, there's some ifs, some big what ifs in this conversation, in this discussion. They've got to win two more titles. Do they have to win them consecutively? No, but if they're going to do it, they need to do at least three in the next four. That's a big task to have. The stats and the numbers, that's going to come. Like, that's just going to be there. Because every year, Mahomes is, at least for the next eight solid years, and Carrington Harrison of the Drive, who joined the show earlier, he said this too, that for the next 10 years, the Chiefs are going to be Super Bowl favorites. Just like New England was during all those times and and that decade. Just like Dallas was in the 90s. But this is why when you look at these types of teams, they're looked at differently because they have this type of trio or this connection. Michael Irvin at the time was disgusting. He was tenacious, ferocious, aggressive, talented. Emmett Smith, one of the best to ever do it at running back. And Troy Aikman kept the ship afloat. Not one of the best quarterbacks of all time by any means. But he won three Super Bowls because he had this type of trio. And the Chiefs with Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes have a chance, if they can do it today against Buffalo, at Arrowhead, at 540 in Kansas City, if they can win this game today and go play for a Super Bowl and win that Super Bowl, they will have then won two in a row. 
They're already playing in their third consecutive AFC Championship game. They would then have solidified their dominance within the league without even asking the question. And then it becomes, okay, because here's the deal. If the Chiefs win it this year, that will then become the topic of discussion. Can they three-peat? Can they do it a third year in a row? And if they can, is it basically because they have three potential Hall of Fame players in three key positions and also doing it with a head coach that could be one of the best to coach football in the history of the NFL? It's an interesting topic to have. But I think this Chiefs team could have the better trio when it's all said and done. And trust me, Aikman, Smith, and Irvin, they're all Hall of Famers. We talk about the what-ifs. We talk about the game coming up and why this is the middle leg of a brace, or this is the brace of the dynasty when it comes to winning three in a row. Sports Radio, Dusty Likens, Championship Sunday, AFC Championship covered throughout the day, throughout the night, throughout the morning, and throughout tomorrow. Try to get through this really quick. Try to do the Jim Carrey from Liar Liar. <sighs> I go until 2 o'clock. After that, you get the Chiefs pregame. You can go to 106.5 The Wolf. You can listen to Mitch Holtis. Call the game until the game is over. Then after that, they do the Chiefs postgame. After that is Jay Binkley doing the Airhead Pride postgame show with Pete Sweeney doing the show. Josh Klinger will join the show. Then after that, it's Kristen Nacero, Julian Carroll doing the show. Then after that, it'll be 5 to 6 a.m. with myself, Pete Sweeney, doing the Run It Back show. Then Bob Fesco joins you with Josh Klinger doing Fesco in the morning. After that is Cody and Gold with Cody and Alex Gold. After that, it'll be The Drive with Karen Harris and Sean Levine. After that, it's going to be Mitch Holtis with the Red Kingdom Show. After that, Jay Binkley, Therese Paler with the Therese Paler Show. Then after that, it's the Red Reaction Show with Dusty Likens. Tried my best. Still the best text of the day from the 816. Hey, Dusty, love your voice. You have a very cool voice. She or he spelled it with K-E-W-L. I'm an older chick, not trying to be nasty. Let me tell you something, 816. I hope you are trying to be nasty. Because damn it, I'm nasty. Also, um, breaking news out of the NFL world today, Greg Olson, 14-year career, done, retiring. We all know where he's going. He's going straight to Fox, and he's going to do NFL broadcasting. So somebody just lost a job. Somebody saw that tweet that said Greg Olson's retiring and just went, oh, crap. Well, it's been fun, whoever you are. Um, kind of cool. Uh, from the 913, found out my neighbor at my apartment is Mike Lockett Garrett, who was a running back for the Chiefs in 1966 when they played the Bills in the AFL Championship. He's such a great guy and very nice. Interesting fact about him, he was the first player to be the Heisman in USC history. USC history. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs. I'm going to give this guy some love because this guy's a true listener, a true fan of my show, and a good uh, a good intro in the uh, in the phone call world. Big T, floor's yours. Oh, dirty werewolf in the house, baby, bringing us all this killer nuggets. I love it. Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Hey, Dusty, you know, 
today for the menu, I decided since we're playing the Buffalo Bills, there we go. Uh, uh, I, I got me some uh, really kick-ass Buffalo meat. I'm going to make me some Buffalo bacon cheeseburgers. Woo! Hell yes! We're going to chew them up. And we're going to eat that stuff down. Dusty, I got to. I got. I love what you're saying about Hill and Kelsey and Mahomes, and then you throw. You throw the big red, big red, and his machine, Andy Reid, on top of that. Who's going to stop that? You're right, Dusty. We're set up for for a really long time, and Andy Reid. I just can't speak enough of him. Those other teams with all those triplets that you speak of, we're in that we're in that category. We we, we take care of business today. We're going to another Super Bowl, but we got to take care of business today. And and, and that offensive line, they just I guess. They work their asses off. They're sixth and seventh rounder, then you got the first rounder. That's Andy Reid. He draws up the plays. He keeps them in the game. And, and let's get one thing straight, Buffalo Mafia. The Kansas City Mafia controlled Vegas for 30 years. Enough said. We're going to give you a deal you can't refuse today. And after we beat you, Big Red's machine takes it to the house on you. You're going to be swimming with the fish. And as always, let's go Kansas City Chiefs. Nobody can stop Big Red's machine. Choo-choo! Choo-choo! Choo! Big T, he gets you hype. Tell you that much. I can tell you that much. Dropping the crime syndicate nugget there. I like it. I like the word nuggets. From the 816 Big Tailgate Party down here in Warsaw, listen to you guys. What's going on, Warsaw? Keep it rowdy. And as the 816 said earlier, just keep it nasty. That was one thing that my friend, and still true friend, uh, always coined as well. Keeping it nasty. You got to do that on a day like today. I know we got to go up to a break here in about four minutes, so I want to prepare everybody today of what could possibly happen. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart. So hold on real quick. I want you to join me for this. You guys are familiar with Jay Binkley. And for some reason, somebody has pissed Jay Binkley off. And he has now coined the phrase, embrace the hate. I don't believe it to be arrogance, but I want you to prepare yourself for this because this is a really serious topic. If the Chiefs win a Super Bowl this year, everyone around the league is going to hate the Kansas City Chiefs. Because in this world that we live in, it's okay to hate sports. It's okay to hate in sports. You should. That's what makes you a bigger fan. How many of you driving around listening to this station, listening to my ass talk to you about football for the last four hours, grew up a Chiefs fan and you hate the Raiders? Right? You don't know any Raiders. You never met a Raiders player. You just hate them because they weren't kind to you. You didn't like the way they played against your Chiefs. That's why you hated the Raiders. You hated the Broncos, and you hated John Elway because John Elway ripped your heart out of your neck like Dalton from Roadhouse. You hated John Elway. Probably never met the guy. You hated the way he smiled. You hated the way he talked because he beat your team consistently with a little bit of time on the clock. You saw it coming, and you hated him. 
That's what the Chiefs could be. And Grant, you and I are both NBA fans. And this isn't an NBA topic. But you and I both follow the league very closely. And we remember watching Golden State on the come up. It was like, damn. Okay, this team's good. They've changed the game. They've got this kid named Steph Curry that just knows how to make it rain from anywhere as soon as he crosses half court. They score quickly. They could be down 10 to 3 to start the game and then go on a 35 to 6 run. And you look up at the scoreboard and you're like, okay, now all of a sudden it's 47 to 10. And everybody liked Golden State. Now everybody hated them. Now, part of that reason is because Kevin Durant went over there and made the team better than they already were. Which could happen in the Chiefs organization. They could go get a free agent receiver. Like Pete Sweeney always teases. Go get Chris Godwin. You want to talk about nasty. Chris Godwin on this team? Mother of Pearl. Juju Smith-Schuster? Kenny Galladay? My goodness. Allen Robinson, all those guys are free agents. You can re- re- you can wish in one hand and do something in the other and see which one fills up faster. But if the Chiefs win another Super Bowl, you're going to be hated. Not because you do anything other than win and become the most dominant team in the sport. But everybody hated Dallas. Everybody hated New England after a couple of them. Now, granted, New England had some things where they, you know, rubbed people the wrong way. Deflated footballs, Spygate. Bill Belichick just looks like he always has just stubbed his toe. And you look at the Chiefs, and they're not going anywhere. And if they win a second one after they just went to a Super Bowl and won it the year before, and they bring the entire team back, and they then get the opportunity to just continue to do it, it's already kind of there. And the way that I can compare it is that for the first couple years or few years of his career, Patrick Mahomes, the things he does, we're blown away by. The different arm slots, the different angles, the different throws, the different types of wins. And then after a bit of time, it will then become annoying. Just like Steph Curry. Oh, he hit this shot. That was really awesome. Then it became, yeah, it's annoying. And then people tried to flip the narrative that he was ruining the sport because kids would just show up to basketball practice and just want to shoot like Steph Curry. Why not? Just like with Patrick Mahomes, kids are going to show up to the football field and just want to throw it downfield because it's real simple. Three's more than two in basketball and throwing it longer down the field and completing it makes scoring quicker. So it's okay when people start to hate you because of your continued success. And if they do it today against Buffalo and they beat this new little Cinderella story, that's got a lot of cute attributes with Stefan Diggs and Josh Allen and they come into Arrowhead and they get plummeted by the chiefs like you're hoping they do out there in Warsaw while you're tailgating ready for this game? Yeah. They're going to start to hate you. And those maps that you see on those graphics on social media where it says who's rooting for who, 
And in the upper northeast, it's all blue for Buffalo. And in the southeast, it's all red because of Tampa Bay. And the majority of the Midwest is Kansas City. That's then going to slim down to like Oklahoma, Missouri, and Tech and Kansas. And then eventually it's going to slim down to just Kansas and Missouri. Because if they can win today and they can run it back in the Super Bowl and win two in a row, oh, baby. There's going to be a lot of people out there that hate you because they ain't you. I'm dead serious. Andy Reid's legacy, Tyron Matthews' legacy, and what happens today is a big day moving forward in Kansas City Chiefs history. Gotta let the music play. Gotta get you ready for this. Everybody's ready for this game. Almost four hours away. Can't wait. This is one of the best days um, in sports. Just talked to Jay Binkley out there. He thinks the score is going to be 30 to 24. Chiefs. So, no surprise here. The expert talk show hosts have the Chiefs winning it all the way around. Bob Fesco, 38 to 2. Josh Klingler, 34 to 30. Cody Tapp, 34 to 30. Alex Gold, 42 32. Sean Levine, 34 27. Carrington Harrison, 35 to 24. Jay Binkley, 30 to 24. And Pete, I want to change my last name to Lycan Sweeney, 38 31. I can get down with that. I can get down with that as the Chiefs will host the Buffalo Bills today at 540. Chiefs hosting their third straight AFC championship game. Chiefs, Bills, Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes. We have to talk about this Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes debate. Also, there's a lot of talk about why the Chiefs are who they are. I thought this was kind of crazy. As this is Rich Eisen. He talked about this on his show about how people view the Chiefs, and I think it makes a lot of sense. The thing, last year the Chiefs were like, I don't know, because they got to come from behind every game. Mm -hmm. Now they're not winning by enough. Mm-hmm. And we're still wondering, what if, and they won the championship. And Mahomes is Mahomes, and Kelsey's even better, and Tyreek Hill's even better. And, you know, uh, and then Le'Veon Bell's their running back. It's not it's not the Williams kids, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, they, they're actually a better team when you look at it this year. Um, and, and their coaching staff was hardly poached for defending Super Bowl champ either. Now they're just, we're, we're wondering, where, where are the blowouts? As opposed to, well, now you've got to yeah. keep coming back. And... That's, my, you know, I, 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 will we ever be happy with the way the Chiefs win? I, I don't know. That's my two cents on that. Makes sense. <clears throat> and I think this defends why certain people are, you know, maybe giving it a type of, you know, Buffalo's got a chance, right? Buffalo could be a team that could go in there and, and win an arrowhead. 
Well, Patrick Mahomes has played in, let's count them out loud real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six. Patrick Mahomes has played in six playoff games, right? He's now five and one in those playoff games. I believe he's now played in three AFC championship games. He will have played in three in a third one today. Two previous ones, six touchdowns, zero interceptions. I had a theory. I don't know how truthful it is. But the theory of mine was that maybe the Chiefs somewhat finessed throughout the season. If, in fact, they did, that's a hell of a finesse to go 14-2, and two, get the number one seed during a pandemic season because it looked like last week they were on pace to really beat the bricks off the Browns. I mean, at one point that game was 19-3 to three and it wasn't close. And really the only reason that it became close is because the momentum changed when Mahomes went out of the game. And the Browns started to kind of get that, uh, they started to get that energy, they started to get that vibe, like, all right, we have a chance now. We can do this now. And that's where that game was. But it started off like there was a possibility that that game could have been one of those 35 to 10-ish type of games. And part of the reason why that was that way is because the Chiefs are in familiar territory. The Browns weren't. I can't emphasize this enough. The first time I ever did a radio show at night was a little bit easier than the first time they gave me the keys to a morning show or an afternoon drive show. Now, that's a complete different scenario than playing a football game. I get it. But bear with me. There's a little bit more of a difference of playing a playoff game at home in front of your fans like they let you have this year in Buffalo during those first two games. Now, technically, in a normal season, you would have had a second, you'd had a, the second seed and you'd have had a, a bye game and you wouldn't have to play that first game against Indianapolis. But in that second game, you still looked a little shaky. And it really didn't start clicking for you until Lamar Jackson left the game. Now, I get it today. There's a little bit of an issue with Mahomes' turf toe. I'm a little bit afraid of that. It's got me a little worried. I want to see how he moves on that first drive. But there's a big difference when you travel in the playoffs in a game that you've never played in versus a team that's playing in the third straight game of this type, and you're playing in their house. And there's no secret who they have on their roster. I talked about earlier in this show that they have a chance to have the next trio of a dynasty of players moving forward that is the focus of the NFL. Dallas had Aikman, Irvin, and Smith. Now the Chiefs could possibly have Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill. They ain't going anywhere anytime soon. A lot of dominance left in those three for at least the next two to three years. And Buffalo coming to Kansas City, playing in a game that is coined championship. 
This is the final four. I'm not saying Buffalo's a Cinderella. Buffalo, if they're in the March Madness tournament, they're the two seed playing the one seed. Hell, they're the two seed playing the one seed in the NFL final four. But how many times did you see that two seed in Gonzaga go up against a team like Kentucky, Duke, or Kansas? And all of a sudden it was like, oh, there's a bit of a difference between a one seed and a two seed. Even though this team is good and talented, I'm just not sure Buffalo's there yet to be a serious contender against the Chiefs in a game like this. Just like I don't think two years ago the Chiefs were a serious contender against the New England Patriots in a game like this, even though they were playing it at Arrowhead. I thought the Chiefs had an offense that could win the Super Bowl, but I thought they had some things they needed to fix. They did. They changed it. They won a Super Bowl. Buffalo's team, though, is already built for that three-year run. Their defense is set up. They could probably use somebody else, which is maybe what they'll find out after today's game. Their offense seems to have the weapons. Singletary, solid running back. Stephon Diggs, stud receiver. And Josh Allen seems to have figured it out. But the Chiefs know what it's like not only to play in a game and lose it, not only play in a game, come from behind and win it, but to go to the next step. They know what it's like to take that long season. This is the longest season anybody on Buffalo has played. Chiefs have now done it three straight years. Fatigue is not there for Kansas City. Knowledge is. Fatigue is probably there for Buffalo. The knowledge isn't. That's not a homer take. That's not a bias take. Buffalo just doesn't know what it's like to play in this game with this type of magnitude on the road in Arrowhead where there's going to be 16-plus thousand people sounding like 40,000 people. It's a different game, man. It's a different level of intensity. And I get it. Buffalo's built for the future. Do I believe this is the future of the AFC? Absolutely. I just don't know if Buffalo's ready to get there yet. And if they do, color me stupid. Tell me you told me so. Tell me all the national guys were right. But when I look at this from afar and close up and I see McDermott versus Reed, Mahomes versus Allen, Diggs and company versus Hill and Kelsey and company, I'm sorry, but I lean towards the other side. I lean towards a team that's got experience. I lean towards a team that's done it before, and I lean with a team that's got a motivational factor that says, we want three. We don't want one. Hell, we don't even want two. We want three. Whereas the other team's like, we just want your respect. Well, hardware outweighs respect, and this game should probably show that. We've got to get you really ready to go for Championship Sunday, the best sports day in all of major sports, and a big day with some big names. Back in 610 Sports, final segment of the day. <laughs> On ESPN, they have uh, they have the line of cars ready to get into Arrowhead. You love it. Cook the meats. Get the people ready. 
Get horny. That's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. Let's just get ready for it. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, this is what the NFL wants. Championship Sunday. Thanks to everybody that joined the show. Every host of every show we do here on 610 Sports Radio, and they gave us all a prediction. Fesco, Kling, Cody, Gold, Levine, Harrison, Pete Sweeney. And believe it or not, Jay Binkley's already here. In fact, he got here at 11.55. Remember Jay Binkley, man. You can hear his, uh, you can hear the postgame show immediately following the Chiefs postgame show here on 610 Sports Radio. Jay Binkley's probably going to be here until at least 1 a.m. Then remember, you get Jillian Carroll and Chris Winacero. They go till uh, 5 a.m. And then it's myself and Pete Sweeney with the Run It Back show. Um, followed by regular programming on 610 Sports Radio, the guys that we all had on today. Today is Championship Sunday, one that, uh, quite honestly, is a little bit different. Here's why. In the 2020 season, the four quarterbacks remaining, Rodgers, Mahomes, Allen, and Brady, here were their numbers. Aaron Rodgers, 4,299 yards, was seventh in the league, 48 touchdowns was first. Your guy, your prince of the city, hell could be king of the city at this point, Patrick Mahomes, 4,740 yards. Sat out a week. Second in the league only to Deshaun Watson, 38 touchdowns, fourth. Josh Allen, 4,544 yards, fifth in the league, 37 touchdowns, also Fifth in the league. And then there's the ageless wonder, Tom Brady. 4,633 yards. Third in the league behind Watson and Mahomes. 40 touchdowns. Tied for second. Hard to imagine there's ever been a championship Sunday with quarterbacks like this. That all from Field Yates on Twitter. Today's just special. Today's just the most fun day to me in all of sports. Championship Sunday. Four teams, only two get to go to the promised land. Play in Tampa Bay. You look at the first game that starts here very shortly. Tampa Bay versus Green Bay, a battle of the bays. Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, playing for a ticket to the Super Bowl. No team's ever played a game that big or in the Super Bowl in their house. Tom Brady and the Bucks look to do that. They're three-and-a-half-point dogs. It's in Lambeau. It's cold. Should be a good football game. The one after that, that's where the leg of three in a row starts in the middle, the brace. Chiefs-Buffalo. And I can tell you right now on ESPN, Randy Moss and Rex Ryan both have picked Buffalo. Teddy Bruschi has picked the Chiefs. 
But this is a game in which if Kansas City comes out, does exactly what Kansas City does, plays the way Kansas City can play, they're going to another Super Bowl. They're going to -to back-to-back. And these experts that keep thinking that Buffalo is going to win, that's fine. You're just giving 15, 10, 87, and Andy Reid more reason to get pissed. You're giving a defense that for some reason in these types of games gets ready to play. They hit you harder. They guess your routes better. They just know what to do. Matt Hasselback, Buffalo. Five total hosts, three of them picking the Bills. Today in this game, I mean this with all seriousness. I truly believe that if the Chiefs can win this game and then win a Super Bowl, you're seeing the next dynasty of the NFL, obviously, but you're also seeing the next trio of a dynasty as well in Mahomes, Kelsey, and Hill. You saw it with Aikman, Smith, and Irvin. Now you have a chance to see it with the new three. All three potentially could be Hall of Famers. Every single one of them could be a Hall of Famer. I think two of them already are. One's only played three years. I think the only one that's on the fence is Tyree Kill, but he is already on a route and a road to what is, could be, and most potentially could be a Hall of Fame career. Tyree Kill is extremely good at his craft. He only seems to get better every single year. He's only 27. If you had to ask me, he's a top three receiver in the NFL right now. If I ranked him, one is DeAndre Hopkins, two and three. I don't know where to go when you come to Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. You can pick either one. I don't know who you want to choose. But it's AFC-NFC Championship game day today. Thanks to everyone that's listened. Warsaw, take it easy. Be safe, have fun. Enjoy the game. To the Bills Mafia that came in and saw me at my other job and was very generous to them, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Most importantly, thanks to every one of the hosts that came on and gave their predictions. I can read those for you again, and then I will give you mine, and I'll let Grant give his. Bob Fesco, 38-2, Chiefs. Josh Klingler, 34-30, Chiefs. Sideline reporter, knows a little bit more than a lot of us. Cody Tapp, 34-30, Chiefs. Alex Gold, 42-32, Chiefs. Sean Levine, the chewing machine, 34-27, Chiefs. Carrington Harrison, 35-24, Chiefs. Jay Binkley, 30-24, Chiefs. Pete Sweeney, 38-31, Chiefs. Dusty Likens, 30-17, Chiefs. Grant Nicholson. I got 35-27, Chiefs. 35-27 Chiefs. I like it. Every one of us has it in the 30s. Clean sweep. I like it. Clean sweep. 35-27 is your prediction. Let me go ahead and coin that in. 35-27. It's funny. I hope everyone's prepared. Because today is one of those days where the hate can be embraced that you can hear from Jay Binkley later on today because if the Chiefs win today and they beat the darling that is the Buffalo Bills because they just want something new to talk about or they just think there's a possible chance for that, 
There's going to be a lot of disappointed people out there. A lot of national people, because then you do have to talk about the Chiefs. Then you do have to get serious and talk about how good this team really is and what the future of the NFL looks like. I get it. People don't like change. But here's the thing. Some things don't change. And as long as 15 is your quarterback, 87 is your tight end, 10 is your number one wide receiver, and Andy Reid's your head coach, not a lot's going to change in the AFC. I don't know where Deshaun Watson goes. I don't know where Matthew Stafford goes. But if they go to the AFC, that can fluctuate it a little bit. Again, Kansas City, have fun today. Be safe. Be easy. 106.5, the Wolf will have the game. You got Jay Binkley after that. After Chiefs postgame, Jay Binkley. After that, you get the 24-hour, around-the-clock Chiefs coverage. I'll talk to you again at 5 a.m. for the Run It Back show with Pete Sweeney. Just hope the Chiefs win so you get two more weeks of that. That's all I hope for. Thanks to all the hosts on the show. Be ready. 540, Chiefs, Bills, Allen, Mahomes. Shut the haters up. Grant, thanks a lot, man. 610 Sports Radio, Dusty Likens. I'm out of here. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.